another episode ready to go They're gonna talk about the good and the trash and anything in between Cherishing make-believe, get ready for Halloween, it's the horror show I know you miss those guys, tune in and find out what's on their list tonight They butcher and dissect, take apart and mutilate Listen to your two favorite brainiacs communicate It's the horror show Hello everybody and welcome to The Horror Show, the show that dissects, mutilates, dismembers, and butchers all of your favorite and not-so-favorite horror movies and other horror-related events. I'm Sean. I'm Joe. Hey, Joey, do I hear you cracking open some, uh, White Claws? You did. Oh, boy, what a treat. I, uh, <laughs> I, I, as I texted you earlier, I forgot what time we started this show, so I actually took pre-workout before this show by accident, because I was like... Oh, I could fit in a workout before nine, you know, <laughs> the time we don't start. But to be fair, it is almost nine. And uh, it's that fucking Instagram live shit. <laughs> <laughs> it delays us. It delays us a lot. So I think that's what I was in my head. But uh, yeah, so I'm fucking so you, hopped up. You're hopped up. Fucking dude. I, I You used to use pre-workout, right? I don't use pre-workout. I use, I use smelling salts when I do like heavy, uh, heavier lifting. Holy smokes, uh, that scares me. Uh, pre-workout also scared me though until recently because I was like, dude, like I just need something to get me up and over, like the 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 hump. And uh, I've always been like against pre-workouts. Um, and I took it, and it was the fucking best, dude. Like it brings you back to like your old metabolism as a as a, as a youth. <laughs> It's insane. Yeah, I've tried. I've tried a couple, like one in, in college, but nothing. Nothing ever really stuck with me. I like. I like the, uh, you know, the Juju Mafu. Yes. Uh, the, the character that Paul loves. He has his own smelling salts brand, which, as you can imagine, I'm pretty sure it's just actually like cocaine. Um, it, it, it's good stuff. I actually used it uh, during. <laughs> Tina was not happy during uh, Joe Bob's last driving because I, I was fading pretty quickly. <laughs> Holy shit! <laughs> Wait. So, so does so it like ideas. get you? Like, does it? pump you like does it is it like uh keeps you awake oh dude oh my god i mean what it is is it's ammonia you're huffing ammonia i mean (laughs) if you are if you are tired and you need to come to your senses fucking buy some smelling salt all right listen you'll be good to go you you just explained that in the most dangerous way possible and i am on board a (laughs) hundred (laughs) percent listen i keep it in my car at all times like i'm at work you know if i'm (laughs) Tired in the morning? You fucking take off. Well, Joe, this <laughs> this is getting into dangerous territory. But this is your birthday episode. Your birthday is uh, I'm using it's air tomorrow. quotes tomorrow. Yes, tomorrow. <laughs> yes, it is tomorrow. Uh, happy birthday, the big uh, three six mafia. Thanks, man. <laughs> three six mafia. Yeah, you like so uh, for your birthday. I gave you uh, the present of bloody birthday from 1981. Yeah. So I, I honestly thank you for that because I had never seen this. And let me explain this. Thank you. Um, <laughs> I think I think it's a good movie. Like it's an under the radar horror movie. Uh, I don't thank you because I don't. Like, there's nothing like over the top to talk about on an episode. Like I don't think it's good episode material per se. But in terms of like horror, for those that like like under the radar slasher uh, evil kid movies, like this is great. This is a good movie. It is. Um, it is uh, uh, alarming to me. So this was. Uh, I think I want to say Thom Tum was the one that brought this to our attention. Um, 
So, so can I just interrupt you for one yeah. second? Because correct me if I'm wrong, because you brought up Tom, Tom Thumb. This was pitched to us by more than one person on like one of our Patreon lives or whatever. And people were like, this is going to blow your mind. Like, it's so over the top. Did, it, did I make that up? Weren't people praising it as being like ridiculous? Yeah. I, I see what they're saying, though. The kills are, I mean, it is, it is kind of a, alarming to see. So there's a lot of like, I wouldn't say a lot. There's, there's a bunch of like evil kid movies, but I would say this is the, like, one of the most wild. Wild ones, like it's just yeah. insane. Like it's <laughs> these kids are are like the, the evilest of the evil, and like you know, in like Children of the Corn, yeah. uh, Village of the Damned, you're just like, oh, this is kind of crazy. But like these kids, like I wanted them to fucking die. So I wanted that I wanted them to get theirs. Like it, it was crazy. They, they were ter- they were perfect villains. Like, they were I, I rooted against them. Terrifying. The kid with the glasses. That girl and the kid with the glasses, dude. <laughs> The faces that they make and the way that they acted, I was like, "This is like, it was, it was pissing me off." Like they're they were doing their job. Also, some of the best kid actors I've seen in maybe ever, 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 <laughs> yeah. ever. dude. Even like even uh, what was his name Timmy, like the good kid. Yeah, you yeah, know? yeah. He they was good too. The like movie? they all were good. They were great. Yeah, which is which is surprising to see. I you know you just don't get. Like, the kid movie always brings up the fun debate of, like, would you ju- just fucking kick them? Like, just beat the- <laughs> just fucking beat the shit out of them, you know? Um, right. But the way these kids operate, take that away. Dude, they take that element they out. They were smart. Dude, they were smart. Because they would, like, stop what they were doing when they're like, wait, I might get caught. Like, there's multiple, there multiple scenes. Yes. For instance, there, there was like a railroad spike sticking up and the girl's about to push him, but the telephone rings and she stops and he, she doesn't kill him. And it's like, not many movies do that. They would have just done that. And like, these kids were meticulous. So, and cerebral, cerebral. They, they plant, they plot a, like a way to, cause one girl catches on and they're like, yeah, let's just, let's like basically send her to the nut house. <laughs> and, and they figure out a way to do that where the whole town's like, you stupid idiot. <laughs> Which, which, oh, which by the way, that's exactly what would happen, though. You know, yeah, you're right. She, like, who's going to believe you? Like, they they played it off. That that is 100 percent what would have happened. Like, that was okay. great. These kids are doing this. They're picking up. They killed the chief of police within like the first five minutes. You that know? blew like, my mind. Was- that blew my fucking mind, dude. I was like, dude, because you're introduced to the chief of police and you're like, okay, this is the guy. He'll be here till the end. He'll be the one to like, you know, bring these kids to justice. <laughs> Fucking dead in five minutes. Gone. Gone. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking murdered. Um, so this was released in 1981, which is a, a year to me that I don't... Listen, I'm not a years guy. But like when I saw 81, I was like... Because I'm not like the biggest fan of like the 70s horror. It was kind of iffy. So I saw the 81, and I was like, oh, maybe this is just like lumped into that, you know, 70s style. Like, maybe, like two too heady or you know not gory enough but 81 is a fantastic year you it's got, insane you got it's insane. the evil dead mm-hmm. you got halloween 2 and you got uh red next stomp's favorite house by the cemetery <laughs> which all of these are on my list here here's what came out and now because i Howling, right oh wait did american werewolf come out the it same did year? it did it's an insane year dude it, and here because I, I actually looked up every movie in 81 because i was like 
why did this not get the release? Because this was a limited release. They they were going to release it wide, and they didn't. Or, or they did for like a day or something. I don't even know. And then it immediately went limited. And, and, you know, you and I had never really heard of this movie. Um, the people in our, you know, our Patreon lives, there was a handful that knew of it. Um, but I, you know, for a birthday film, like for birthday, like, what's the other one called? Happy Birthday to Me? Yeah, which I think also came out in 81. If I'm- <laughs> it did. It did. <laughs> Uh, like that one got so much more. I feel like when people talk about birthdays, like in the horror community, like that's always the fucking image they use or whatever. You know what I mean? The, yeah, that, that movie's insane, dude. That movie. This should be. Seen it? This should be up there. I still haven't seen it. Oh my god, that that movie's crazy. Is it? Yeah, it, it's very over the top. Okay, well maybe that's why it gets the <laughs> the credit. <laughs> but but I don't know. Like this movie, this movie's fucking good. So here's here's got here's what got released in eighty one. Um, absurd. American Werewolf in London, The Beyond, Fulci. Absurd is a fucking Joe D'Amato. Yeah, uh, absurd should not. Yeah, like like this should have gotten whatever absurd <laughs> open to. This should have been well above. There's that. no way. Are you telling me absurd got a uh, uh, theatrical release? I, I don't think it did. But <laughs> <laughs> if it did, there's a major problem in Hollywood. Let's let's fucking take down. <laughs> Hollywood for this one. <laughs> um, the Beyond, The Burning. Okay. Cannibal Row, which is uh, Make Them Die Slowly. Yes. Uh, Cataclysm, which um, shout out to at Brain Rot Pod on uh, Instagram. I just did his show and we talked about this movie called uh, T- Night Train to Terror or Terror. Terror Train to Night Town? <laughs> I don't know. One of those. <laughs> Cataclysm is an un- it, it, it is an absurd movie, uh, and it is a collection of three unfinished movies that they just somehow bought the rights to and crammed together to try and make an anthology. And Cataclysm is <laughs> one of them. Uh, it's it's not good. My kind of film. <laughs> Dude, it's insane. It's insane. Um, Demonoid. Uh, Evil Dead, Evil Speak, one of your favorites, starring uh, you know, oh, Mr. Man. Clint Howard. Fuck Clint, <laughs> Fart Club Hero. <laughs> final exam. <laughs> We're gonna be dropping hey, we did prob- final exam for the show. Right? Yeah, we did final exam for the show. I was about to say that, that movie sucked, right? <laughs> you know, I don't. Uh, maybe I don't know. Is that the one with the fake shoot? Yeah, the, the fake, fake school shooting. Yeah. That movie fucking sucked. That movie was terrible. No, but it had that sick song at the beginning. <laughs> that was like, yeah. fall break. <laughs> no, no, that's the mutilator. That's the mutilator. No, that's final exam. Are you sure? Yes. Wait, maybe I'm not. <laughs> Whatever, dude. They're, they're all the same movie. <laughs> they're not, they're not, the mutilator is good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think you're right. I think you're right. I think you're right. Anyway, Friday the 13th, part two. Fun House, Toby Hooper, Mr. Hooper. Halloween 2, Happy Birthday to Me, The House by the Cemetery, The Howling, Inseminoid, M- The Monster Club, which we were about to do and, and didn't. <laughs> I forget why. Um, that, was like, that, was the, that was the end of the first run, right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Uh, My Bloody Valentine. Great. The Pit. Not great. <laughs> Possession. Uh, it's complicated. It's complicated. 
You're talking about that's the Sam Neill. Sam Neill, right? Dude, people, I, I got to give it another chance. People, people love it. Like, I know, like, a, like it. obsessed with it. Yeah, I, I say we and both. I should can't, dude, I can't. I couldn't get into it. I, I, it did nothing for me. It was fucking weird. Yeah, the prowler Maybe he fucks a blob. <laughs> Prowl, prowler's great. <laughs> Is that true in the possession? <laughs> yeah, dude. There's like a disgusting amorphous blob in the room that. She ends up banging and then has like a miscarriage out of her eyes. Oh my God. <laughs> I'm looking to see if Joe D'Amato's name is on there, but I don't see it. It's not. It's not. Um, the Prowler. Uh, Scanners came out in 81. Nice. Yeah, 81 stacked, man. 81 is stacked. It, uh, and then I Raiders saved, of the Lost Ark. I, I saved for the, the best for last. Saturday the 14th. Which you just you were saying you're gonna bring it up. I fucking hate Saturday the fourteenth. And I was about to be like, oh, we should watch that for the show. What what it's like a it's like a little spoofy, right? It's like it is. It's also very boring. (laughs) Uh porno holocaust, Joe D'Amato gets the nod twice that year. Let's let's do that for the show. If we're gonna do any of these, I wanna do I wanna do a Joe D'Amato. we should do a Joe D'Amato. We should do a Joe We do a Joe D'Amato serial killer. Joe, I wasn't even thinking about it. I was thinking about a Joe D'Amato month. I'm all on board for Joe D'Amato. Joe D'Amato. Well, is, I don't know how is, to pronounce it. We'll figure it out for the show. But what what is what is the hypothesis we're gonna prove with this one? Uh so yeah, we, we like to give a Is he dumb? Uh hypothesis. Is he dumb? This week on uh, Serial Killer, we're trying to prove Joe D'Amato's a stupid, idiot, <laughs> stupid idiot. Rest in peace, Joe. R.I.P. R.I.P. His, his shark movie. His shark movie. I had to squint. The end. I've never seen a movie where that like made you squint to see what was happening. <laughs> Dude, like so. Then some of his movies are good, like Bo- Boyo Omega, whatever the fuck, however you pronounce it. Like that movie's awesome. So Anthropophagus. So what? What? I guess. I mean, I'll, let me look into like what his timeline is and what movies came out when, and figure out what the fuck happened to this guy. Dude, because <laughs> now that you say that, I'm pretty sure he has like 150 movies. So we might have to pick. A, yeah, it we would might have, have to, to do like a. <laughs> It would have to, <laughs> dude. I love, I love. I'm on his Wikipedia right now, and he has the Caribbean phase <laughs> listed under his biography. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Later works at wow. This is nuts, man. Um, fucking wild. I yeah. I mean, maybe, it would, we, maybe we just maybe we just do Joe D'Amato month and just do like four films. Joe, he has so many fucking movies. Wait, what the fuck? Why? Worked as other. One of them, one of them has to be Porno Holocaust. This is absolutely out, outrageous. By the way, Porno Holocaust I watched, and it's not very good. Of course, I mean, which I know I'm. Saying. Oh, you've seen you've seen it. Yeah. Is it? <laughs> is there a lot of porn? Because that's the thing with them. Like they would call out stuff, and they're like, this "No, is very misleading." There's, there's no. It's like not porn. It's, it's, it just sucks. It's just fucking stupid. <laughs> Like there's nudity, there's nudity and shit, but it's 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 not like there there's some disgusting scenes. There there's like a if I remember correctly, there's like a there's a there's like a fucking oral oral rape scene in it. 
Which, like, yeah, like just, like, fucking alarming. And it's just fucking weird. <laughs> Great. But, like, and that, but that's, but, like, that's where I think the name porno comes from. Like, I, the rest of the movie isn't really like that, except for that. Which is what they do in these Italian movies, right? <laughs> right? They just, like, cram in one scene where you're like, this is the most unnecessary thing I've ever seen in my fucking life. And then the rest of the movie's not that bad and not that weird. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I, I'd have to rewatch it. The, the monster's phallus is fake. Okay. Cool. <laughs> um, oh, uh, it, it, this is the old, uh, this is the old, uh, poltergeist, uh, rumor. Uh, rumor has it. Bruno Matty is the one that <laughs> directed this movie. <laughs> Porno Holocaust? Yeah. <laughs> Tomato, <laughs> Tomato took the. Wait a minute. I was about to say Tomato took the credit, but Tomato's the one that told the news that <laughs> that Bruno Matt, <laughs> dude, pawning the movie off on the re- someone else. The, the reverse, dude, the reverse poltergeist. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, he did it. <laughs> why is why is that a thing? Oh fuck! That's my favorite thing well, ever. Should we follow up Joe D'Amato month with uh, Bruno Matty month? Everyone would. I mean, although I want to say everyone <laughs> would stop listening, but I think we'd like regain the the, the, regain horror, the horror listeners. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> also, like, for the record, I would, <laughs> I would I would one hundred percent do it. We could do uh, do cruel jaws and rats, and then that <laughs> Sean. Wait. Holy fuck! I forgot. There's there's a movie. There's an action movie that Bruno Matty did that has three of the most idiotic scenes I've ever seen in my life. Two guys running at full speed at each other in, in the middle of a war. It's like a Vietnam film. Wait, and the Strike Commando. Yes, yes, it is. It has the guy that played. Dude, it has the guy that played. Um, what's it? well, he played Captain America at one point. Um, Wait, Tor right. Tor Tor Hunter. Oh, oh, okay. <laughs> oh dude these uh what if we go what if we do by the way we are not talking about bloody birthday right now but that's fine um what if it's my we, birthday up fuck off everyone what what if we do what if we do head-to-head battle month and we put bruno maddie against we'll watch a bruno maddie and a joe damano right. movie all right I, I like it for a month how about we do two weeks of of D'Amato, two weeks with yeah. Maddie, and then we'll do the verdict at the end. I like it. Figure out like who's it. the biggest idiot. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I like it. That's still the, that's still the hypothesis. <laughs> that's actually perfect. Who's, who's more stupid in that filmmaker? <laughs> oh, my God. Really win back the horror fans. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's what <laughs> just about to say the beast. Oh, finally, they'll just see like the name of the movie on there and be like, "Oh, thank God!" And then find out we're the just trying to goes f- back to the roots. Just trying to figure out who who sucks more. <laughs> Which dead guy sucks more? <laughs> oh my God! Um, I can't oh. wait. Let's do that from. Can we do it from May? Yeah, yeah, for sure. I I have uh I'm starting to actually plan out our episodes a little better. So everyone don't worry about it. Uh I I I started putting it in the calendar. Although this summer I've got a big plan. I've got a big summer camp plan uh theme for summer camp. Um is it is is it summer camp movies? 
Um, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> way to spoil it. Uh, <laughs> no, 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 no. It, like, it's just like the feeling, the vibe of like summer. You know what I mean? Like woods, woods is allowed, you know, like okay, <laughs> things like that. You know, just leave me alone. <laughs> um, and speaking of upcoming movies, next week uh, we're doing um, Super Mario Double Dragon. Well, we're doing Super Mario, and what are we doing? <laughs> Wait, we <laughs> we have three video game movies that we're doing. We're doing House of the Dead, Super Mario Brothers, and Double Dragon. One of those is for the live show, and I can't remember what we decided. I'm glad we're doing this live on the show. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, how about that uh, <laughs> bloody birthday, buddy? <laughs> yeah. I think we already started giving her a synopsis of it, right? Uh, no, we actually hadn't done fucking shit. Um, no, that's not, dude, that's not true. I'm, I'm pretty sure we covered like all our thoughts on it. Uh, well, sure, I guess. Listen, <laughs> here, here's the here's the synopsis. Wait, first of all, would you recommend people watch Bloody Birthday? Yes, a, th- a thousand percent. I really would. It's insane. It's insane that this doesn't get the credit it deserves, I feel like. I feel like this should be up there. In, in When we talk about kids... Crazy children, this should be top of the list. Top of the yes. heap. Um, the synopsis, I loved. It made me laugh so hard because um, they, they don't go into these details in the movie, which made me laugh. Um, in 1973, children are born at the height of the total eclipse. That we get the idea of. Due to the sun and moon blocking Saturn, which controls emotion, they have be- <laughs> they have become heartless killers 10 years later. And are able to escape detection because of their youthful and innocent facades. A boy and his teenage so, sister become endangered, and when they stumble onto the bloody truth. That's the synopsis. The the eclipse and the Saturn angle, honestly the most unnecessary thing I've ever heard of. <laughs> It didn't need to, like, you could have just been like, these kids are fucking assholes, right? right? And right. it still works. It completely unnecessary. And I like that, like, three quarters of the way through the movie, I feel like the director realized that, like, oh, fuck, this is has to, this is supposed to be because of an eclipse. And they would just throw, like, random scenes of one of the girls reading an astrology <laughs> book. <laughs> and just, like, reminding us as the viewer that uh, those things exist. Yeah, I know. And, and that that happened. And also, but also maybe they left a lot on the cutting room floor because this movie is at a beautiful 85 minutes. Gimme, gimme. <laughs> Perfect, right? Perfect. Dude, dude, a movie like this should not be over an hour and a half. And I appreciate them for cutting out all of that Saturn bullshit, which they really don't talk about. They just show this this girl kind of looking into astrology. There's no real like overarching like i've figured it out you know what i mean it's just she's kind of just doing astrology is there there yeah and i don't think that's a scene, it's right? com- yeah it's completely left like unwrapped the astrology angle of it like nobody at any point is like well these kids were all born on the eclipse like you know what i mean it, it's, right it ends uh right with them spoiler alert being arrested and nobody Finds the root cause of it. So. Which, which, by the way, this should have ended with all the kids born at that time. Like, okay, remember um, They yes. Live? The end of They Live, where it's like, oh my god, there's babies in Seattle being born with teeth. <laughs> and you're like, oh shit, it's spread, and now we're set up for number two. This should have had a sequel, and it's like... You talk, are you talking about It's Alive? 
It's alive. What did I say? They live? They live. Oh, sorry. Uh, yeah, it's alive. Um, my bad. I, that'll get... Oh, boy. People are going to be mad about that. Um, <laughs> and it's alive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It ends with them being like, oh, my God, babies are going crazy. <laughs> like in Seattle. Um, like playing on the news. That's the shit that should have happened at the end of this. It should have been like, oh, like... Yeah. On the news, like multiple murders reported around the country, but made by children, like something like that. And all these kids, like all the kids born on that day are just fucking evil. Right. Why Why would it just be these three kids? Right. Exactly. <laughs> um, other than that, I, I I dug it, man. I I was shocked <laughs> at how good this was. I, I Shocking. Absolutely shocking. And uh, I guess the gore level is a little low. Um, because they they are like kind of uh, practically killing people. They're 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 thought out murders. So uh, they don't leave a mess. Is what I'm trying to say. These kids are fucking smart. Uh, Meadowvale, California, June 9th, nineteen seventy. We see a doctor who's uh coming in. Um, and he kind of he's the one that kind of spells out that these babies are coming during the eclipse because we just get a montage of labor noises over a time-lapse of an eclipse (laughs) happening. Just like push, push as like the moon is slowly fucking, it's like watching paint dry. I'm going to be honest with you. This opening (laughs) scene, it's so long and it's just the moon like slowly covering the sun. And uh, yeah. And then, and then that ends and it just says, well, I almost read this. Uh, it says June 1st, 1980. So we're nine years and 357 days later. So close to being 10 years old, which I thought was going to be the, uh, I thought, I, I, I felt like it was going to be um, like all of a sudden they hit 10 and it's like, bonk, like they go nuts. But that is not the yeah, case. That would. That would make sense. They're doing it weeks before their birth. <laughs> they're doing it. They're doing it. Yeah, they're, it's ridiculous. Uh, it, they're, it's insane. Uh, but it's fine. It's fine. I'm fine with it. <laughs> they're fucking nuts. These kids are nuts. Uh, we get. We see uh, some teenagers. They're about to. They're about to make some love. Uh, the guy. The guy is. First of all, okay. What this guy does would ruin the moment for anyone. No one's getting laid with this guy's move, which is he starts making it. I, I would compare it to the, uh, the uh, oh, Armageddon scene with the animal crackers, except instead of Ben Affleck, like being like, no, 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 like moving an animal cracker along her, he's making ambulance noises and he's going like, woo, woo, woo. <laughs> while he's yeah, well, about to finger <laughs> They're, they're also, uh, they take it to a graveyard plot. Like they're inside a dog plot. <laughs> That's, I wrote down a note, I called it a grave hole. Because I was like, what, what is that called? Like, the, the actual hole like, that you put the casket in. But that's, they go, they're like, hey, well... He starts rubbing her nipple in the biggest close-up I've ever seen of a nipple on in a movie in my life. Like, I'm never, like... It was actually like a little fucking bizarre um, watching a nipple get rubbed that big on a TV. Um, and then they're like, hey, we need some privacy. So he, they go into a fucking hole for a grave, a grave, a, a grave <laughs> fucking <hole>. idiotic. <laughs> you can't even get out of a grave hole. <laughs> you have a, like you have a you can't right it's six feet deep. right? <laughs> you need a ladder. <laughs> it's fucking insane. 
<laughs> and for some reason, uh, I don't know why this popped into my head just now. Uh, they're they're kissing, <laughs> and I just want to <laughs> I just want to ask: Has anybody ever used the term Frenching more than our buddy Buzz? <laughs> no, no, <laughs> he loves talking about Frenching. <laughs> Using that you're word, I'm not saying talking about calling him Frenching. <laughs> Calling your Frenching as a 35-year-old man. <laughs> he claimed he was going to give Frenching lessons to a group of, to a group of men. I, but like, not, fr- <laughs> not, not, not Frenching them, but like, I don't, I don't know. I don't know what to say about that, man. <laughs> Frenching lessons. Wait, when, when was that? Oh, dude, that was like an ongoing bit of his for for like years. I can't even tell. <laughs> like when I used to hang out with him, that was still an ongoing bit that he would give Frenching lessons. <laughs> his proudest thing. <laughs> Which I I mean I'm not gonna get into it, but I I wouldn't take Frenching lessons from the guy. I don't know. I don't. I don't, <laughs> I don't know if he's the most experienced Frencher in the world. <laughs> Let's just leave it at that. Also, like, you know, the grand scheme of everything that you should be doing, like, the least important thing to, to be skilled at. You know what I mean? Like, at 35, it's just like, what? what? I'll get over the kissing problem. <laughs> <laughs> or most people can, at this age, kiss f- fine. <laughs> We're looking for partners to marry at this point. Like, let's... <laughs> Get some cunnilingus lessons. That's that's <laughs> like three. that's how you win on baby. <laughs> you fucking French. <laughs> well, this guy is a grade A Frencher, and uh, <laughs> and and he gets treated the way a Frencher should, which is by taking a shovel to the fucking face. <laughs> Which, dude, the, honestly, I, I kept laughing out loud because, so, like, the dong from the shovel when they hit this guy it makes me laugh so fucking hard. And also, the way it's swung is genuinely swung by somebody, like, if you were above the gravesite and you were trying to hit somebody, like, four feet below you, that's how this thing is actually swung. Yes. Which has it, no, it, no real momentum to it. <laughs> Just kind of bopping this guy in the fucking face. Face. It reminded me of the meme of the dog that like bonks people. Oh, the horny dog. Yeah, go that, to horny jail. He's like bonk. Go to horny jail. Like this was a bonk. Like they kept bonking this guy with the fucking that, shovel. Dude, that's the thing. There, there's no way that would knock you out because of the angle, and also the maximum speed that a ten year old kid could hit you with with a shovel would just piss you off at best. Right? It's not going to knock you out. It certainly won't kill you. Right, um, but it knocks him out, and then they start strangling the girl to death. That's in there. They they like use it as a. They have a rope that's formed into a noose, and they're strangling her. And then the guy gets back up, and they keep bonking him in the head with the <laughs> shovel. Like my favorite scene. Uh, and, and that's it. We we cut from there. We cut to uh, we cut to uh a, a girl listening she's deep into astrology looking at planets and shit um and a kid sneaking through the window so we assume this kid we know we know the synopsis this kid's this kid was just out murdering um they don't keep that red herring up for long like this kid's cleared pretty fucking <laughs> this kid's cleared really quickly um 
And it's his sister. And she's like, where have you been? And he's like, uh, feeding the dog. But he's standing in the kitchen sink because he crept in through the kitchen window. And he's standing there and she turns around. And she's like, what the fuck are you doing? And he's like, uh, feeding the dog. And she's like, oh, all right. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, cut to an elementary school where uh, uh, we see a cop talking to children and he, he says, uh, does anyone know what the word murder means? <laughs> Seems pretty the, aggressive. The way he's interrogating them during the scene. Like, kids are 10. You no business doing it. Dude, if, so, dude, all I can imagine. There's a few things in here where I was imagining my son. He's he's getting close to ten now, and I was like, "This is fucking insane!" Like, this is not. And this was one of them where he's like, "Does anyone know what the word murder means?" And this girl stands up and is like, "Uh, yeah, it's like when you someone kills somebody, like on TV." And he, he would she'd be like, "Yeah, yeah, that's solid answer for yeah, a ten year old." Yeah. He's like, "You fucking assholes, not like TV." <laughs> No, not like TV at all, you fucking idiot. <laughs> you piece of shit. Uh, it, I, I, th- I thought it was your dad teaching these kids. Like, if your dad had to teach somebody about Dude. murder, he would be like, oh, you fucking, no, not like on TV. I, I mean, I mean, we've talked about it before, but that's that's literally like everything that my dad's ever, but between like things like murder or things like sex, he, he would just explain it to me in the most graphic way and then insult me for thinking it was anything anything other than what thinking it was the more innocent nice nice, more age more age specific way of thinking like perfectly (laughs) normal for what your age was for thinking he's like no you goddamn idiot i don't know if i told that on patreon or on here but like or 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 at all but i think i've told you when that, that kid matt and our grade was like, you get girls pregnant by peeing on them. And I asked my dad. And I was like, dude, I was third grade. So what is it? Like, like 10, 11? And I asked my dad. I was like, is that true? And my dad's like, sit down. And he's like, of course it's not fucking true. And like, I was like, fired up and yelled at me. And then gave the most graphic description of like inserting your dick into a vagina. <laughs> I would never do that to my to my son. I just remember, I remember parents, like, I remember my parents at least. But I feel like it was other parents too. Would like say shit, and which is actually funny because like something similar happened to my son this weekend. But like, you would either see something or hear something sexual, and your parents would like look at you like you were in on it. You got to a certain age where they were like, "Well, they probably know," and like would look at you and you'd be like, "What does that mean?" And they'd be like, "You know what that means," and you'd be like, "No, like I have no idea." Like instead of actually like using this time as a learning lesson, they were just like, "Uh, "You fucking know what that means." Yeah, the the two polar opposites: either you know beat around the bush or just you know. Throw porn at like what the fuck? Like what? And I mean, listen, I I'm I my son saw uh like uh <laughs> cartoon breasts this weekend. We went to that uh, weirdos Wonderland in Connecticut, which is tight, and they had these pins. And one of is them, that Milford, yeah, Milford, yeah. Okay. Oh, it's so cool. And and they, one of the pins he had, it was like an enamel pin, and it had X ray glasses. And I didn't realize you could like lift up the lens of the glasses and then see something under it. And what was under it was breasts, like <laughs> naked breasts. <laughs> and my son lifted it up and saw it. And it was just like, ah, and just closed it. And like, I could tell it like shook him up a little bit. Like he knew he shouldn't have, or like there was something weird about it. 
So I was like, hey, man, like, do you have any questions about that? And he's like, nope. And I mean, I was like, I didn't know what to do. And I was like, all right, cool. Like, let's fucking go. <laughs> I was like, I mean, it's not a bad thing to see. It was like, it's just the human body. Uh, let's fucking. Yeah, I mean, that's like, I think that, I think that's the way to do it, right? Like. The more, more, the more attention you draw to something, the more fixated someone's going to be on it, right? Right. Which is, was always my parents' problem. Like, <laughs> they would just beat it into your head where that was, like, all you'd think about now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess that's true. I guess that's true. I was like, hey, uh, if you want to talk about it. And he's like, no, I'm good. I was like, all right, cool. Let's fucking keep moving. <laughs> Oh man! Um, wait, wait. Did Buzz? Because I know you were on on the trip. Did Buzz ever tell you about? Um, so when when we were in sixth grade, you know, every other school had their nature's classroom where they would go to like a cabin for a week, right? Yeah. But Norton School didn't do that. We they did, did the Mystic yeah. trip. So it's just one night on a boat in Mystic, Connecticut, and we had a chaperone who was a girl in our grade's dad who went on the trip with us and he stayed in the bunker and we had, you know, curfew. We we're sixth grade. So lights, lights are out at like eight 30 or something. And then he, he was like, all right, kids gather around. And he just passed out playing cards and all of them were just naked women on him. Like not Get cartoon naked fuck women. Dude, all just, all just tits and bush. <laughs> and he passed them all out to us and like taught us how to play setback. <laughs> Holy shit. And dude, that's <laughs> such a fucking move. Like, wait. Oh my God. Wait. Do you, what? Oh, fuck. What was the girl's name? Kristen. Okay. No, I, I was thinking of, there, there's not many dads I know, but there is one dad that I know and he looks like such a fucking creep. But anyway, um, dude, that's fucking crazy. That's funny as shit. That's insane. <laughs> that's insane. <laughs> and you know, he like had to like go find those cards in his house somewhere and be like, oh, this is going to get a fucking rise out of him. <laughs> <laughs> Waiting for the perfect opportunity to show underage kids. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be the cool dad. Finally. <laughs> <laughs> that's insane. I actually, uh, you know, I, I was actually thinking we would probably end up busting out some fifth and sixth grade stories on this episode because of, uh, you know, in during the scene with the cop, like, no, n- the cop, ultimately we find out, he's like, hey, we know it was a handle to a jump rope. So if you see this jump rope anywhere, like, tell your teachers or your parents or whatever, whatever the fuck it is. And then the bell rings and the teacher goes, that bell is not a single signal that you are dismissed, but a signal for when I dismiss you. And I was like, fuck, dude, that threw me back to, like, fifth, sixth grade. Dude, I teachers that said that pissed me off so bad. I mean, that's literally what the bell is. That right? is what the fucking bell is. It's not about you. Like, what, that is so fucking weird. That is a weird-ass shit. Wrap your class up on time, lady. Wrap it the fuck up, all right? Oh my god! Fifth and sixth grade was a wild time for me. It it was insane, dude. We had the worst fifth grade class. It was comparable to your uh, red team stories with Paul. Was it red team or purple? <laughs> yeah, it was dude, a red team, <laughs> dude. In my class was uh, Fabio, which does not no 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 relation to the Fabio uh, at all. If you saw him, it would quite the opposite. Uh, <laughs> and James. 
the uh, the two guys uh, that brought, brought in, a gun in the that school. brought into guns pre Columbine pre Columbine brought a gun into school and I'm gonna be honest uh, I would say our school handled it the the right way like looking back uh, they were very like open about it and not like <laughs> like I feel like I feel like there's a, probably a million stories of schools where that happened and they were just like hey get the fuck out of here you know what I mean but those kids were fucking suspended and like fucking booted and they told the parent it was crazy it was crazy those kids also that was in sixth grade in fifth grade they were bringing in they were obsessed with fucking marilyn manson (laughs) for some reason they were yeah and they were bringing in stuffed dogs and burning them behind we had a giant wall in our elementary school do you remember that the white wall why the fuck was that there (laughs) <laughs> what idiot right, erected right that? The yard. What, <laughs> what fucking asshole erected that? <laughs> Good use of uh, taxpayers' money. It was literally just a giant wood wall <laughs> that kids went behind and did terrible yeah, shit. Yeah, you, you, you smoke cigarettes behind there in like fifth grade. It, it, it's not like not like a wall like to keep people out because it was just no. Like, like it would take you no time to walk around it, right? And, and it didn't have like it was it what it didn't go to like the edge of the property. It was just in the middle for like a couple of feet. It was like yeah, it was like it was like a it was like a fifteen foot wide wall that went up like twenty feet. It was honestly insane. It was honestly one of the most insane things of all time. It was literally I forgot about that. And you go out for recess, and they would just be like, uh, "Make sure you don't go behind the wall." And you're like, oh, "Okay," and then everyone would go behind the wall. There's yeah. always a fucking gang of like. Dude, it was honestly perfect for fitting, like, 15 to 20 children behind the wall. It was insane. It was honestly fucking nuts. And also, the fucking lunch aides, like, the people that monitored us on the playground, were not even close to the wall. Ever. They always stood at the top of the fucking hill. They they would sit by where the basketball court was, which was at the top of the hill, and they would just blow a whistle and scream down at you. The furthest possible... Point from the, from the wall was where they stood. <laughs> it was insane. So it was so easy. And to your get excuse, dude. Your excuse would always be like, "Oh, I didn't hear you." Yeah. <laughs> and and they they could never do anything about it because they knew that they were you know five hundred feet away. <laughs> and there was, dude. Honestly, knowing what I know now, back then, like I like I had fear of them, but like they literally were not going to come down there. There was no way they were going to come down there unless something. Dude, they burned, like, where my story was going, they burned a stuffed dog to, like, replicate a Marilyn Manson concert, which he never did that. But they claimed that's what Marilyn Manson did, so they burned a stuffed dog behind there, and and the lunch aides never came down. Like, dude, they would (laughs) have, dude, can you imagine the, like, the black smoke coming off of, like, burning polyester, (laughs) like? (laughs) Dude, Miss Kaharski, (laughs) what the fuck is she gonna do? (laughs) So, Mrs. Kaharski. <laughs> I mean, that's a whole other episode. We probably shouldn't get it. Oh, yeah, yeah. We should probably go back to birthday. Yeah, happy birthday, blah, blah, blah. Wait, wait. We haven't even gotten to the first kill yet. No, no, but it's coming. It's coming. Oh, yeah, we, well, no, yeah, we, yeah, we there are two people. Yeah. Two people are dead. Great two part. people are dead. And uh, immediately they tell us who the killers are because uh, th- three kids, three fucking weirdos approach the teacher at the end of class, a uh, girl and two boys, and they're like, can we celebrate our birthdays? <laughs> and uh, the teacher's like, absolutely fucking not. So, I, 
later, later uh, when they kill this woman, which is obvious, like you know that that's going to happen because they don't, they do not look pleased. Um, you know, it's she had it coming. <laughs> Dude, that was another thing that I liked about this is honestly there wasn't a lot of random killings. It was just all people that pissed these three kids off, and they would write them down in the book and be like, "She's next." Right, and you know what? In in kids, that's kind of like uh in the kid the killer kid movies. That's a common thread of like, oh yeah, this one. But like they never follow through with it. It's always like the one person that ends up surviving the movie is the one that pisses them off. But I loved this because they just kept finding people that pissed them off, and they were like. Oh, that piece of shit. And then you just like fucking find them and kill them. <laughs> kill them. Dude, <laughs> I loved like when they were about to kill that kid later on in the movie. Um, because he threw a rock at their house, which was which is a fucking insane move, by, by the way. I thought he would if we could just jump to that scene real quick. He's like he's already in the know of them, so is his sister. No, this is a and different kid. Wait. The one where where they're going to kill him, but the hose is moving? Yeah. That's not Timmy? No. That's just a what? random kid that showed up. And- oh, wait. Wait. Okay. <laughs> All right. Never mind then. Dude. I thought that was Timmy. No, no, no. That's what I thought at first, and then I rewound it because I was like, that's weird. I was like, why the fuck would he do that? <laughs> um, no, it's just a random kid that shows up and throws a rock right at their fucking window. <laughs> and the girl's like, don't worry. My dad made bulletproof glass and then they're like let's fucking kill him <laughs> and they just chase him down and try to murder him <laughs> in broad daylight in broad daylight too oh boy anyway it was not timmy yeah i don't think it was man i i rewound it it he he resembles him but- a, dude i'm looking it up right now when timmy shows up and throws rocks at their window they chase him down and almost succeed in strangling him with a garden hose before joyce intervenes okay well Okay, so let's say okay, so that's I don't think that's the case, but I will I will <laughs> I will believe it. But that makes that scene I mean, it's illogical for a kid to throw rocks at a window for no reason. It's even more illogical for Timmy to show up and do it. Dude, that that's that was the point I was gonna be making. Like I thought because him and his sister are both in the know at this point. Yeah, so like, why wouldn't they amb- why wouldn't he do that and like have a trap waiting, right? But instead, he has no plan, and the only reason he's not killed is because his sister stumbles upon a a sprinkler that's being moved because they're strangling him with it. And they're they're literally in the scene before this. It's him and his sister talking on the the front steps of their house, and like just <laughs> like having a heart to heart. Then he's like, "All right, gotta go, gotta go throw a rock through this kid's window." <laughs> like, why wouldn't he mention that? You know. <laughs> Yeah, to be like, hey, when they try to murder me, why don't you catch them in the act and call the police? Yes. <laughs> Fucking Timmy. Most ill-thought-out plan of all time. Fucking sucks. Uh, is his name really Timmy? Yeah. That honestly is infuriating. He's <laughs> the shittiest kid name of all time. Not that it's a bad name for children. It's it's like the shitty, it's the most predictable kid name for a movie, right? Like little Timmy. <laughs> the good boy. Um, we get the peephole scene, which was, uh, alarming. Dude, an 85 so minute movies. movie, <laughs> 12 minutes dedicated to watching a girl undress. Um, we learned that the girl and the two crazy kids, I mean, they're all crazy. Um, but they hang out together constantly. And then she's like, all right, pay up. And she takes, she collects money from the two boy psychos. And then lets them watch her sister get naked. 
for money through a peephole. But for but for money, it's like it's like a dime, dude. <laughs> dude, she's like, dude, I, it, it is honestly insane because she collects the money, which it doesn't look like a lot. It's coins, and then when he's like. When one of the kids is like, she's about to take off her bottoms. She's like, that's an extra dime. And I'm like, well, that, a dime? Oh, my God. Dude, I would have paid so much more for that. This fucking girl's an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> also, it's sexual assault. And, uh, you know. Correct. I, would I have as a child? Probably. And I'm sorry about that. But <laughs> it's not like those kids even know what the fuck's happening. It's just out of, like, fucking curiosity at that point. At that yeah, age. right. I mean, it's, it's the age of, like, Porky. Like, that was a scene in Porky's. Oh which, my God. I'm bringing that up because I think Porky's came out actually after this. So, uh, anyways. Did you get, like, serious, serious Halloween vibes from this movie? Like, Ye- the scene where they're, there's, like, the bushes and they're walking down the street. It's, like, almost identical, like, to to the shots in Halloween. Uh, yeah. There's, there's a few, like, references, I feel like, to Halloween. Dude, the fucking, like, <laughs> the fucking ghost mask with the glasses over. <laughs> yes right yeah it was weird um and porky's also came out the same year i thought porky's was 82 81 81 was the year baby wow. also I, mean, I said that like porky's is like a fucking master class in cinema it's, it's not <laughs> yeah, I mean, por- por- porky's was, was a big hit porky's was a hit porky's Por- dude i Bob love that Pork. i fucking love that it's always sunny episode where they do ski school and like play on all of those yes. 80s fucking movies <laughs> and the guy's like check it out a peephole into the girl's locker and they're like oh dude like what the fuck are you doing <laughs> like you can't fucking do that and he's like oh why not like dude that's fucking insane <laughs> Guy's so confused. Oh, I think he was telling them to put their dick through the hole, too. Because is that what they do in Porky's? That's what they do in Porky's, right? I don't remember. I just remember them looking through it. And for some reason, on the the other side, there's like 500 women. One of those those movies, they put their dick through the hole. And, like, the girls are like, "Ah!" and, like, run away screaming. (laughs) (laughs) That's honestly fucking madness. That's fucking madness. <laughs> fucking sexual dude. Also, stuff. isn't it wood, dude? Sticking your dick in anything wooden is a fucking idiotic, insane move. I mean, anything it's about splinters, dude. <laughs> I, yes, I agree with that. But, but the whole idea of like, uh, like I'm a, like dick pic culture, which I I also lump into like the old uh, like not streaking, uh, like the guys that walked around in trench coats. What do they call that? Oh, flashing? Flashing. Like, that was a fucking thing. Like, why are you going to show somebody, like, your flaccid dick? Or even your hard dick. Just be like, and, like, run away. Like, what? 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 What are you doing? I think it's a mental illness. Joe, I agree with you completely. I agree completely. I think people that send fucking unsolicited dick pics, like, there's something, there's something wrong. Like, like, what? Like, check. Check out this fucking hog. Like, you know, you know, any, most men know that that, no one wants to see that. Like, the only reason women tolerate us is just, I guess, just their brains. I, I don't know. But they're not like, oh, that penis is, what a hot peen. <laughs> like, no one's, no one's checking out your dick. All right, guys. Like, fucking put it away. But, like, sticking your dick through a hole to be like, like, what? <laughs> What are you doing? No one wants to see that. Yeah. Anyway, again, back to a uh, bloody birthday. This is 
going well. This is really going the, well. The, again, it's my fucking birthday. Nobody can say shit. You write a bad review, I'm finding you. <laughs> Everyone's going to be like, yeah, it's your birthday this week. But what about every other week <laughs> when you do this? No, I'm, ta- I'm talking about this week. And, I, dude, and we're always like, how did these episodes go two hours? <laughs> Sean, 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 Sean texted me. He's like, "Can we keep this like an hour tonight?" We're at an hour. We're an we're hour in. Couldn't even be farther away from the end of this movie. But to be fair, this movie goes quick. Like we're gonna we're gonna zip through this because, like you said, it's not a bad movie. And everything. Yeah, not a lot to not not a lot to pick apart. Not a lot to dissect. so that girl is Beverly, the one that was undressing. She is the sister. She's the older sister of the the crazy the crazy girl. Um, which I don't have any of their names. Do you have any of their names? Uh, her name was um Debbie. Good for you, man. There's Debbie. Um, dude, Stevens the blonde haired one because he looks just like Paul when Paul was young. <laughs> dude, have you seen that picture of Paul of Paul giving the middle finger when he was young? <laughs> yes. He, he looks Holy just shit. he looks just like this fucking kid. I never it's unbelievable. Yeah, Debbie, Steven, and Curtis, right? Curtis, the glasses one, yeah, yeah. Alright. Alright, so we're good. And then there's Joyce, who is uh Timmy's sister, and then you got Beverly, who's uh Debbie's sister. They're the older sisters who God, I hope they're in college, but I'm pretty sure they're in high school because uh, they they take a walk right now. And I, th- I think they're high school. Yeah, they're in high school, and they are talking about which. Fuck holy the fuck, you're dude, you're right. And we've just seen them naked for the entire. The eighties are fucking. I'm so glad we're over that hump. That is so weird. <laughs> it's to just put that out there for like adults, right? Yeah. Like, oh, look at these high school kids. You know, weird, man. It is fucking weird, uh, and uh, you know. I'm not okay with it, and I'm not okay with them walking down the street being like, that fucking teacher wants your fucking tits, and Joyce being like, oh, come on. (laughs) And I was like, God, I hope they're in fucking college. I mean, not that that's much better, a teacher preying on a student, but like, um, we also learned that Debbie's, little Debbie's, uh, which I just realized little Debbie, uh, little Debbie's dad is the sheriff. Um, Yes. So he we that that throws a great little twist into it. You know, we now know that she's without them saying, we know Debbie's involved. Um so knowing that her dad is the sheriff, it's like, oh, where is this going to go? That's kind of cool. Um and the sheriff goes home to his wife and kids and he sees his daughter outside. And she's holding the fucking jump rope. That was the yeah. murder weapon, and he's like, "Where did the you missing end of it?" Yeah, he's like, "Where did you?" Yeah, and one of the the handles is missing because he had the handle. He's like, "Where did you get these?" And then the movie pops the fuck off. <laughs> well, well, keep in mind she calls him outside because yes. they strategically placed a skateboard in hopes that he steps on it and slips and falls to his death. Which I mean, <laughs> that's, that's that's a lot to bank on. That's a lot. To, it is a lot to bank on. It is a lot to bank on. I'll be honest though. I was like, that would be easy to avoid. And then I was like, dude, I slip and fall so often. Like, I probably somehow would have tripped on that. Like, even if I saw it and tried to avoid it, I would have killed myself. <laughs> I was like, good move, Debbie. <laughs> Solid. But he doesn't. He steps right over. He does. He does. He, he's more coordinated than I am. <laughs> um, 
Yeah, he steps right over it. He steps down. He, like, gets on his knee to, like, you know, like, the father-daughter get on a knee being like, what is this? Where did you get this? And fucking Curtis, man. Or no, uh, uh, the other one. Steven? Steven, yeah. Steven brains him with a fucking bat. (laughs) Fuck it. And he starts wailing on him. And she just watches. And they hide the body. Well... I'm sorry, they don't hide the body. I thought they were hiding the body. But they pose it to make it look like he still slept on the, slipped on the skateboard. Yes. Which which is, again, they're very meticulous. It's something that they do often. Like, they stage these murders so it won't be pinned on them. It is which I maniacal. Like about this movie. It's maniacal and crazy. And really, that's the one thing, right? Like, where you watch these kids kill an adult and then, like, somebody walks in and is like, hey, what's going on here? And it's like, it's clear that the kids kill killed that fucking person but in this they've always kind of got like a little bit of a setup uh done where they're like like this is this is tight like no because like you're not gonna immediately go to a kid anyway and be like they killed this guy especially the girl's dad but you know like just propping it up just to make it look good was like whoa and and to use uh like hitting him in the head with a bat knowing that it's going to be like a head trauma, right? Yeah. Fucking. Yeah. That, that's a great point because you know, I feel like some more inept movies would have them like stab him. Right. Then, but then prop him like he fell. <laughs> prop and, him. And be like, whoa. Whoa, that's weird. <laughs> <laughs> He's bleeding out of his heart. That's alarming. Uh, <laughs> yeah, no, this was this was pretty well done. The producer of this movie, though, too, I'm pretty sure he went on to like major things like no one else really it was directed by ed hunt who doesn't have a fucking dude tina movie. recognized one of the kids uh as somebody from come on she's gotta have it there's some ridiculous movie like that. that's insane <laughs> uh this guy went on to produce dumb and dumber okay um and then became the director of production at hbo um good for him you know, well deserved. That's kind of cool. That's kind of cool. Um, the guy, yeah, that's that. I thought that was cool. I can't believe Tina recognized a person on this. Yeah. She's honestly incredible. It's crazy. It, yeah. It's nuts, dude. It's fucking nuts. Her, her and her, her and her buddy Amato. I, I said it in our Discord. We spend more. I spend more time trying to because because they want me to validate their thoughts. It, oh, it, yeah. And the references are like so obscure that it honestly takes me like half an hour to even remotely figure out who the fuck they're talking about in this movie. <laughs> like this person was the taxi driver in this episode of you know Silver Spoons. So like <laughs> I have to find the episode and then go through the entire cast list and see what this person might be listed as. I'm like okay, well you know what you're right. This is. This person was in this episode, Dude, and I'm so right. I'm so bad at that. But my girlfriend is not like a, a, a entertainment like media person. Like she didn't take in a ton of TV or movies as a kid. So I like the little I do. She's like, holy shit! Like she can't believe it. And it it's honestly not even that crazy. It's it's not crazy at all. And she's like, whoa! She's like, that's incredible. <laughs> like I'm like, yeah, no, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> it's not, it's not all. like, uh, oh, I caught, um, the guy Bill from Workaholics, that fucking weird bald guy from Workaholics. Yeah, yeah. He was, uh, he played a character in one of the, a friends episode, like in one of the later seasons. And I, but he, dude, he has like fucking hair and he's like, 
kind of young, but still disturbing looking. And <laughs> which is insane. Like, it's a crazy when you see somebody that you're like, oh man, he's like 50. And then you see him like, like 10 years earlier and he doesn't look that much better. <laughs> Just has hair. And you're like, holy shit. <laughs> but like I said that and she was like, oh my God. Like, how did you realize that? I was like, look at his fucking face. <laughs> it's not that good of a catch. Um, yeah. So these kids, they kill their dad. Uh, you know, they prop him up. And oh, and who sees him? Little Timmy. Yes. And again, like to the credit of these guys, like they played this so well where it wasn't just like, let's get them. They were like, we've got your... F- like, they don't know what he saw, so they're, like, playing it cool. You know what I mean? Like, it's, like, it's fucking yeah. well done. And the girl actor, actor, the the child, uh, Debbie, is so good. Like, I, she didn't have a lot of work after this, but whenever she feels like somebody's infringing on her plan, just, like, the faces that she makes sells it so perfect. Okay. She stares Timmy down, and, like, you know that she's, like, this kid is fucking next. Like, we need to murder this kid. And she's just doing it with her facial expressions. I was going to say that um, next. I was going to say that was exactly where I was going. Like, just the look she shoots this fucking guy says everything that you need to know. Like, what what I just explained to you, like, her being like, I don't know what you saw, but I got my eye on you, was like all she... That was all told just by her fucking look. It was perfect. Yeah. It was insane. It was fucking insane. She's really good. Yeah. Um, put these kids in the fucking Boogaloo. What is, what's that movie? The the band Babadook. The Babadook. <laughs> the Boogaloo. <laughs> <laughs> put anybody in the fucking Babadook other than that disgusting yelling loud. I saw you guys talking about that on Discord recently. <laughs> Which we'll talk about Discord at the end of the episode. But, uh, dude, our Discord is... The fucking shit. It's popping. It's popping. Um, so the kids, they've got a witness. Um, and you know what? They've decided, you know, he's lived long. <laughs> he's lived long enough. Uh, so they set up a game of hide and seek where they invite Timmy because they're all pals. And they immediately try to murder Timmy by locking him in a fucking refrigerator and leaving him there. Joe, this is one of the most uncomfortable scenes I've watched, like, in a movie. At watching a child struggle. Dude, screaming as he realizes he's being buried alive, right? Like, yo, you're either going to die of, like, heat exposure because you're out in the fucking desert. I, I assume this is in California. Oh, yeah, it definitely is. We know it is. Um, you're either going to die of, like, you know, the fucking heat and, like, you're locked in a fucking refrigerator in the sun. Or you're going to fucking starve to death. It's insane. It's honestly insane watching a little kid (laughs) struggle with this moment in his life. And like you said, again, Timmy is a fucking good actor. And like it honestly broke my heart for a while where I was like uncomfortable. He is is because he starts off like any kid would, right? Yes. Because he thinks it's still a game. Like, come on, let me out. Like, and And he does it for a while. And it lasts for so long that he finally realizes that he's fucked. Like he's he's in despair. Dude, he they, gets himself out, but by, by by like MacGyvering it. MacGyver. Totally and MacGyver. honestly, dude, like Indiana Jones, right? The fourth one. <laughs> Harrison Ford gets trapped in the same thing, like survives a nuclear holocaust. <laughs> but but this movie, this movie, 
has a kid managed to escape this? I'm honestly, I'm fine with it. It was like the most believable escape I've ever seen. Um, yeah, it, it was like, I feel like, uh, would I have been able to do that as a kid? Probably not. I probably would have yeah, just no. let myself die, right. but because <laughs> yeah. I'm a pathetic loser, but like, I, I fully believe like a capable kid <laughs> in the seventies could have done this. Sure. Kids in the seventies were different. They, they, <laughs> and, dude, all kids before, you know, the internet age, like, or, or really the technology age where you had to like go out and be crafty. Or yes. Like, or you would just die, right? Like you would just get trapped in a refrigerator. It's so like, funny. Today's kids, today's kids couldn't do shit, right? Dude, we couldn't. We, I, I would be fucking dead. But I truly believe a kid in the 70s would be like, oh, look at this fucking loose bolt over here. Like, I'm fucking, yeah, exactly. I'm definitely going to take this out. My dad showed me how to fix a fucking car at age six. So. Exactly. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, it was, dude. It was hard to watch, and it it cut. It actually cut from a couple scenes, like it, like a couple scenes played out, and then it cut back to Timmy in there, and I was like, "Fuck, god damn it, no!" Like I was like so sad. Oh <laughs> uh, man, he, but he does get out, um, thankfully, and he goes to his sister, and he's like, "They locked me in a refrigerator," and she's like, "You're full of shit." <laughs> Because he lied in the beginning about feeding the dog. So, fair enough. Fair enough. However, being locked in a refrigerator and the kid is, like, covered in dirt. Looks like shit. <laughs> probably a fucking a thousand degrees. Um, she probably should have, like, listened to him. But she does tell him the truth that he... <laughs> and the reason he was out at night was not to feed the dog. It was to uh, watch the peephole scam. And uh, <laughs> he reveals this and you assume... Because she's best friends with, uh, you know, the the, the sister... So you think she's going to be like, you asshole. Uh, and she doesn't. She just laughs. She's like, oh, okay. <laughs> Which is fucking nuts. I'm fucking bananas. And by the way, she reveals that to that girl later on and has the same. She's like, guess what, Debbie? Or not Debbie. Uh, whatever her fucking name was. Um, Beverly. Guess what, Beverly? The kids are fucking watching you undress. <laughs> Beverly's like mortified. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Joyce is like, isn't that a fucking what a what a fucking hoot? <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Um, Do you know what I also loved is that Timmy, like the next scene, shows up and again, great acting by um, not by Curtis, uh, who doesn't say a word. You can just see by his face like he's terrified that timmy has escaped and timmy kicks the shit out of him it's like he pummels him dude i loved it dude curtis is he has the most fucking punchable face i wanted to kill curtis so fucking bad dude oh my god (laughs) the the fucking finale of this movie i uh, i want to say i'll save it i'll save it but anyway I wanted to beat the fucking shit out. I would have literally strangled him to death. I I really would have. I would have strangled a fucking 10-year-old to death. I, I absolutely would have in that situation. <laughs> there's no, there's no, no, no. Anyway, um, uh, the little we learned the little psychos keep a little scrapbook of all their murders, too, which is yes. fucking insane. Oh, you know what else? Okay, so I know we've said this like a million times in like a million different ways, but... The way that they kill people, and, and I'm going to say this because there's a scene later on that really does it, but but the scrapbook is part of it. These kids kill like serial killers. Yeah. 
they they have plans. They are like proud. Of, they have like mementos. They are like proud of the work that they do, and it's wild. It is wild. Yeah. There, the, there's a later scene where Curtis is behaving. I watched that Golden State Killer documentary. I forget what it's called. He'll be gone in the dark or whatever. I'll be gone in the dark. Um, yeah. Curtis is behaving exactly like that fucking murderer. And that is terrifying to watch. <laughs> like, it's it's insane. Um, so they keep a little scrapbook and then they uh, show up to school and straight up shoot their fucking teacher in the fucking chest. While while she's while she's fucking like washing a mug in the the room, she's like, "What are you doing here?" And you just fucking, dude. The way he holds a gun to it's dude, it's fucking. They're good. They're fucking good. Yeah. Um. They're also about to shoot Joyce because Joyce comes into the break room. Um, but they've already cleared the body. Joyce comes in. They're about to shoot her, but they are so good at being cleaners, dude. They are the best cleaners. They dude. They clean up so. <laughs> When 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 Joyce dies, or was it Joyce or Beverly? Beverly dies. Yeah, Beverly. They clean that. They they clean up their mess so quickly. Dude, they they are in and out. <laughs> they are efficient. They clean. I love that the kid even tried to use like a rag as like a muzzle on the gun, which would not work. But it's fine. <laughs> it's fine. I appreciate the effort for a child. Yeah, right. It's the thought that counts. Right. <laughs> Who else would think about that? Um. Yeah, but they don't shoot Joyce. Joyce, I, I forget what happens. Something happens where they kind of like get away. They they can't be there. Um, but Joyce does find the shot teacher, which is uh, terrifying. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, back at home, she goes home that day. Cop drops her off. There's a note on the car that says, uh, "Come to the junkyard," but it's signed by Timmy. So she goes to the junkyard to look for Timmy, which, dude, that's shady as fuck. And then that's where fucking Curtis is dressed up as a fucking ghost, driving a car, and tries to run <laughs> her over. Dude, dressed as a ghost. <laughs> but also, can I just say, that car chase is actually fucking good. I Dude, I agree. Dude. I, I agree. Everyone needs to watch this movie. I, I agree. Dude, so, like... Usually they're they're like even in a movie that's like decent they'll when you have to like have multiple kills right like a killer on the loose like a slasher there's always going to be one where you're like that's fucking insanity <laughs> like it's ridiculous or not that it's insane but that it it just wouldn't work or it doesn't look good there's something stupid like I thought as soon as I saw the kid in the car I was like this is fucking idiotic like this is fucking dumb as fuck it is such a good scene. Of her being chased by this car. I fucking loved it. I and for them to have the wherewithal to dress as a ghost so they wouldn't be identified. Dude, so fucking good. And, and ultimately, she kind of like, I forget what happens, but she sort of sidesteps the car, right? Um, yeah. And, uh, and the car falls down and the kid gets away. And the cops come and they're she's like, oh, it was a kid dressed as a ghost. And they're like, all right, lady. Like, <laughs> basically... But um yeah, that's that's that scene. So they 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 couldn't get Joyce. Um so the next scene is uh oh dude, this yeah, this is the serial killer scene, right? So Joyce is just sitting on the couch and one of the Curtis goes over to assassinate her, <laughs> dude. He's like looking through the fucking window, like with a gun, and he's just gonna 
fucking kill her in her own home while she's watching TV. Um, but the li- the lights next door come on, scare them away. And dude, this is dude, like if you watch that Golden State Killer, that's literally what Richard Ramirez. Right? It's like, like scenes out of these guys that were like, you. Oh, there's always a witness that was like, and then I turned on my lights and this guy ran away and I didn't think anything dude, that, of it. <laughs> dude, that Richard that that Richard Ramirez documentary, there was like a couple of instances where like they, they were able to capture his shoe print yes. because he was looking through somebody's window about to go in, but like the neighbor exited their door or like yes. turned on their lights and scared them away. Joe, it, <laughs> it's crazy. Dude, it gave me a fucking chill watching this because he runs <laughs> away and it's just the neighbor leaving the other house and you're like, what the fuck? And then just like any, like, just like these other serial killers, he's like walking home defeated and then he finds like a couple having sex and he's like, all right, this will do. <laughs> yeah, I'm in. Yeah, I, yeah. <laughs> So it's not even just about killing Joyce because she's onto them. It's like they just want to fucking kill people. He has, dude. He has a he has a need that needs to be fulfilled. It's That's like fucking crazy. crazy, dude. That is the craziest thing. So he finds this couple, young couple, having sex in a van. And this scene, like honestly, like I know this is gonna sound crazy. It like fucking broke my heart a little bit. Like, dude, these he kills them in cold blood. No, I wasn't excited to talk about this because of how straightforward it was, but like, I'm liking this movie more and more as we talk about it. And I liked it a lot as we watched it. Like, I I cannot recommend this enough. I think more people need to see this, especially as if you're a slasher fan. Dude, it's kids having sex in a van. They hear a noise, typical. Uh, The kid opens the door and they're like, what the fuck? And he shoots the guy in the head and then fucking just shoots this girl. And he's smiling the whole time. Zodiac killer. <laughs> everything. That's nuts. They, they wrapped everything together. That's nuts. And by the way, him killing people, by the way, like with a gun, would absolutely throw them off the lead of children doing this, right? <laughs> like, yeah. Like, if you see this, you're like, this is definitely the work of a serial killer. <laughs> He's walking around. Like, yeah. Oh, man. That blew my mind. That scene blew my fucking hair back. That was wild. Um, It immediately cuts to Curtis seductively licking frosting off the blade of a knife at his brown birthday party, which was fucking weird. Staring at a bottle of ant poison. <laughs> which, like, is ant poison a thing? Dude, I was just gonna ask, what a what a weird time in the seventies, just having bottles of poison that anyone could access for ants? Are you fucking kidding me? Yeah, and like I loved it because I mean, so what this is, the kid just figures out he sees the ant poison, he's looking at it, he's looking at the cake, and you're like, oh, they're gonna poison the whole party, which was fucking crazy to me. Um, but it turns out way more methodical than that. He's like, I've got a plan, and his plan is to pretend to poison everyone, so Joyce, so that the so that Joyce will try and, you know, reveal it to the adults at the party and then them be like, you're a fucking idiot. And then no one will believe her for the rest of the time. And that's what they do. And it works. <laughs> fucking perfectly. It works fucking perfectly. <laughs> it's fucking crazy. It's the best plan. And it's the best setup to the plan because you really think this is what Curtis has done. I mean, even, yeah. even after Curtis is like, I've got a plan to make them think she's nuts. Even after he says that, and that scene happens, I was like, Curtis poisoned the whole party. <laughs> yeah. And it was not not, not until Not until he goes and licks the frosting himself. Dude, like, like, well, little, I don't know what you're talking about. Little piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, and then when he does that, by the way, he he's like, she's like, but I saw you with the poison behind your back. He's like, yeah, of course. I was putting it away. I was like, oh, my God. Fucking great. Fucking great. Also, I loved that his grandpa's like, he's never lied a fucking lie in his life. <laughs> Imagine believing that about your kid. <laughs> I know. Also, dude, it was like his grandpa, and like, uh, uh, like I think your dad loves your kids mo- so much, right? <laughs> he, he, does, he, he does. He really he totally does. does. He, and he I, constantly, constantly says he's never liked kids until he met them <laughs> <laughs> to his own kids. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> he uh, he actually likes my son too, which is like crazy. He does, <laughs> but that's because my son doesn't say anything; just like sits there quietly. <laughs> um, but he uh, he uh, I-, I could see him saying this. Like, if somebody was like Logan poisoned the cupcakes, he'd be like, "You piece of shit, Logan's <laughs> Logan's never fucking lied once in his fucking life, you asshole." <laughs> Dude, I think he might be right. I think he, I, I really do. Shay can manipulate him, and she knows how to. It's like Shay, are you fucking kidding? Kids, kids are so smart. Like they are. They know how to you know work their way around things, and like oh. she does that to him constantly. And he'll be like, "Well, she said this. And I have no reason not to believe her." I'm like, "Dad, she's fucking three. Of course, you have a reason not to believe her." Are you fucking Joe, kidding me? That is like a constant among grandparents, and it's actually fucking alarming. It, it's crazy. <laughs> My my ex-wife's parents and my parents both would say things like, well, he said uh, that that was fine. Are, yeah. Are you fucking nuts? Of course he did. He's four years old. Like, what are you talking about? When did we start listening to four-year-olds? Like, what? <laughs> what are you talking about, dude? I remember the first time it happened, it blew my fucking mind. I was like, what are you saying? Like, you're an adult. Like, you're, you're fucking in your 50s and 60s. 50s and 60s. Oh, well, he said I could do that. Like, what? <laughs> What the fuck are you talking about? It's the craziest shit I've ever heard in my life. It's honestly like it's it's insane. It's insane. I can't, dude. No, I'm so glad that I know that your dad said the same thing because like I remember it being often, like, dude. I remember being like, "What are you like? We can't listen." I remember having a conversation with my mom where I was like, "We cannot listen to three year olds anymore." Like, I'm sorry. Like, I'm gonna have to tell you this very bluntly. Like, we don't listen to three year olds. Like, three year olds don't make the rules. Like. Which is crazy because I know when we were three, uh, they definitely weren't listening to the shit we had to say. So they they were not. They were not. And also, my dad, a big thing that thing that he does, and I think it happened more often because we had to live with them for four months. Um, yeah. But Shay Shay would be like, "Oh, I could do this," and he'd be like, "Okay." And then I, I would walk in and I'm like, "She can absolutely not do this." And I, and I can't think of like a perfect example, but it was something idiotic like. Like using a knife, you know, like using a butcher knife to cut something and be like, okay, here you go. Like, she can't do that, dad. It's fucking stupid. And he'll make it a point to be like, sorry, Shay, your dad said no. (laughs) Joe, Joe, I know, I know what it was. I I actually know one of the instances and it was playing around the fireplace or was it? Yeah. The fire pit or the fireplace where he was like, it was the fire. It was a fireplace. Yeah. It, it, was, it, was, it was her putting logs into the fireplace herself. <laughs> yeah. Which is like, like, you don't want your kid getting in the habit to think that that's fine. Because when you do have a fire in the fireplace, you don't want them approaching it being like, this is cool. Like, right. But also, also, he was like the other side of the room, too. So, like, if he was, like, holding her hand, I'd be like, you know, maybe that's okay. But he's just like, I right, go for it. <laughs> Load it up, baby. Also, playing with his pills. Wasn't that one of them, too? <laughs> Dude, yes. Dude, 
He was like, go through my pills, kids. <laughs> no, he's, t- dude, he's telling them to count. And his excuse was uh, he, it was teaching them, you know, letting them have practice counting. <laughs> and it, it was both Shay and Logan. And I was like, you cannot have them. You cannot have them count your fucking pills <laughs> that he would pour on the counter. <laughs> and, then, and, then, and then, again, he made a point to be like, all right, kids, guess you can't do that anymore. Dad says no. <laughs> then, they're, then they're like, oh, come on, dude. <laughs> That's so crazy. <laughs> <laughs> and then, like, not to get not, I don't want to keep going into it, but then I just, those stories fucking cracked me up because you told him no. And then I remember, like, the next day you're like, Sean, he's fucking doing it again, but this time it's with his vitamins. And he's like, what are vitamins? No, Dude, yes, dude, dude, that's exactly what it was. You can't put in vitamins anymore. Also, dude, this this is this is a hundred percent true. Logan can open child like proof oh bottles. God. I don't know how he dude. does it, but he, dude, dude, he can, dude, he can pop open anything, Tylenol, anything. And and after that that time where I told my dad he couldn't do it anymore, Logan went downstairs and he found like Tina, like he went through like Tina's thing and like just popped open all the pills and was like, Grandpa's vitamins. I'm like, no, fuck, don't touch them. <laughs> got to lock everything up. Oh, my God. Holy <laughs> shit. Oh, my God. Oh, and I remember your dad was so mad that you were like, no, not vitamin. He's like, what? <laughs> he was. He was. I, I honestly want to. Tina's in the other room. I, I want to call her in here because she's experienced all this first class. And, like, when we go downstairs, she'd be like, I don't mean to. Because Tina's never said a bad thing about anyone Ever. in her entire life. And she's like, I don't, like, want to upset you. But, like, why does your dad think this is okay? <laughs> I don't fucking know. I don't fucking know. She's like, why would, why would he put pills on the table? It's, like, free for him and have both kids, you know, man- manhandled. <laughs> Dude, I remember so vividly, like, being with you and Tina and talking about your dad, like, telling stories about your dad, and her being like, I don't get it, I don't see that side of <laughs> And even after yeah, she's... You gotta seen ask it, her now. You gotta even, ask her. Even after Next time you see her in person. <laughs> even after she's seen it in person now, she's still, like, kind enough to be like, hey, uh, I think this might be a little alarming. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, shit. Well... Back to the kids. Back to the kids. We're almost done. We're almost done here. We're getting through this. Um, uh, there's a bunch of like the only the I don't even I don't know I'm gonna bring it up. But there was like a couple like down moments where it's just like talking about like college and shit that just really like made no sense because this movie is so high pace. Yeah, that like these moments that are pretty normal for a movie. Um, just like talking about college and like the future and stuff. Like, they're fine. But, like, in this movie, it's so fast-paced and literally just murder after murder. It was just like, oh, what do you I don't. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> Bring back the kids, baby. Um, which they do very quickly. Uh, we go to little Debbie's house and her sister finds her murder scrapbook um, while looking for her stolen nail polish. Um, and... You know, they kind of play it away. Debbie gets away with it. She, The sister goes in the other room. But these kids, <laughs> they know they can't leave any witness alive. So Debbie uh, goes to the peephole with a fucking bow and arrow. 
and shoots an arrow into her eyeball at point blank range. Because she kind of like lures her over there. She lures Beverly to the peephole and then just shoots her in the fucking eyeball with a fucking arrow. <laughs> fucking great scene. Yeah, it's and also we didn't we didn't mention um, Debbie's mom, which is another story arc that oh my god like, I really think they did well. She is not coping with her husband's death, which is a major plot point. And then she once this happens, she just goes off the rails, right? She goes totally off the rails, and uh, it's amazing. And honestly, the end of this, I mean, we talked about like an alternate ending, which would have been great, but I feel like it should have been combined with this ending. And kind of like, dude, they could have done, like, so much with this. I, I feel like this is, like, a franchise like, that just got overlooked. I mean, they wouldn't have been good, but they would have been fun as fuck. <laughs> they would have been fun as fuck. Um, also, if you're going to remake something, this is this is it, guys. This, this is Yeah, this would, be, this would be a good one. Give us two or three of these. Make Debbie the ringleader of all of them. Um yeah, I don't know. But anyway. Just going town to town. It'd be fucking dope. After after the funeral of uh, Beverly, uh, the kids go to play hide and go seek in the house. They lock themselves in. Um, and that's when Timmy throws the rocks at the window. They chase him down. They try to strangle him. <laughs> but Joyce stops it. Um, and clearly at this point, Joyce, Joyce has got to fucking go. Because Joyce is on their case constantly. Yeah. Um. But the one kid that, like, Joyce doesn't think of is Debbie. Joyce has those the two boys pinned, right? Like, she's like, she definitely knows Curtis is up to something because of the frosting. Um, Steven looks like Paul. So, of course, she, she's got him on the <laughs> fucking, fucking list. <laughs> um, but Debbie, Debbie kind of flies under everyone's radar and she is kind of a little bit of the uh the 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 mastermind behind it all it seems like um she is yeah which is which is pretty cool um so debbie comes over and is like hey um my mom needs you to babysit us and joyce is like yeah sure and i think she even is like you and timmy can babysit us and joyce is like yeah definitely um so debbie goes over there and they've rigged the security system, right? To which, like, which again they explained because normally in like a kid movie you'd be like, why would a kid know how to right. do that? But they show Curtis's grandfather like show like Curtis is skilled with ele- electrical circuits and stuff. Which and yes. they, they explain this, dude. They explain that, and it's like not unbelievable. And I love that most of the kids, except Stephen because he's Paul, have skills like. <laughs> Steven, Steven's just a, a guy that throws <laughs> logs at other kids' like, heads. <laughs> <laughs> He's the muscle, all right? Like, leave, leave Steven alone. <laughs> but they all have like a little bit of like a little niche, right? Like, like Chris right, is the right. electronics. Debbie's the mastermind, uh, but they're all psychos. Um, So, yeah, so they they rigged the security alarm to, like, not be able to unlock the doors. And Debbie comes over, and fucking all the kids come out, and they literally just show their hand from from the moment fucking they come in the door. They just pull out their gun and knives. (laughs) It's uh, insane. Um, 
and we get a firefight. Curtis is just unloading bullets. And props again to this movie. Maybe the only movie in like cinematic history where they're actually like, oh, I'm out of bullets. I got to reload at the proper amount of bullets used. <laughs> Curtis is constantly running out of bullets because he's using a fucking revolver. Right. So he's, he's constantly low. Rapid firing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> fucking firing at will. It's insane. Um, it's, it's amazing. Uh, the kids. So Curtis runs out of bullets. Um, her brother almost gets strangled. Debbie's trying to strangle him. Um, but they finally get loose, but they can't escape because of the security system, which is great. Um, and the little girl, Debbie just keeps popping out of like corners and str- <laughs> trying to strangle Timmy to death. <laughs> Which fucking was fucking hilarious. It just cracked me up. Like, literally, like, Debbie tries to strangle him on the couch. He gets away. And then they're like, oh, shit, we got to run. And she pops out of a closet, starts fucking strangling him again. (laughs) Oh, it's fucking awesome. Um, And the shooting scenes are great. Like, the way Curtis is doing this is amazing. Like, he's, like, loaded. It, it, It just worked out really well. Um. Joyce and her brother, Timmy, barricade themselves in the bedroom, though. Um, and then, like, dude, I, I, this movie rocks. They barricade themselves in uh, Beverly's old bedroom. Not a great move, but you think they're safe. But then fucking Debbie pulls out the bow and arrow again and uses the people to try and kill him with that. <laughs> yes. Kill him with the bow and arrow again. Uh, Timmy block Timmy, Timmy like shoves something in there so she can't do it. Yeah, like, I love that, dude. It was all effective, and I also loved how again, like we talked about, kind of like how easy it is it should be to like fucking disarm a kid, which they don't lose sight of when these kids are toe to toe with with a grown person because right. they let one of the kids in and she just splashes them with water and he's like. Wah! <laughs> which like absolutely would happen, and then they which, just lock the trunk. That was the only thing I had problem with. <laughs> Do you have like a ten gallon glass bowl? I would have smashed that into the little fucker's face. Instead, he just pour water on his head. Like, are you kidding me? A three okay. Stooges routine. Fair, fair enough. Actually, fair enough. Uh, because when Curtis is disarmed here shortly. That I I would have like, that's the point where I would have fucking strangled him. <laughs> I think it was just because Steven was so like he didn't do shit. I mean, he killed Debbie's dad, but like he really was like kind of like in in all three of them, he's the least punchable face. <laughs> so like I was like, all right, fine, lock him in the fucking trunk. That's fine. <laughs> that's fine. <laughs> Whatever. Um, they get out of the room though because they they lock that kid in the trunk. Um. And they're about they're they're trying to get out of the door, and fucking Curtis shows up. He's got him dead to rights with the gun, and he fucking pulls the trigger, and nothing happens. And you're like, holy shit, dude! Like it was a good like that scene is so played out. It's such a typical trope in action and everything. And dude, I honestly was like, held my breath for a minute. Like I was like, wait, what's <laughs> the f-? like? I didn't know like who he would kill. Like I, I assumed one of them would die in that moment. Yeah. Um. But that's not the case. And then that is the moment because, like, Curtis's face says it all. Like, he's like, fuck. And, dude, I would have literally caved his head in. I would have caved his head in. I would have fucking murdered a child. (laughs) It it was insane. I Like, dude, my I felt that in my body in that scene. Like, I was like, 
Um, and you just see Curtis standing there and you know, somebody's going to get him. Um, but it's the little brother who just starts be- beating the shit out Dude, of him. I agree. Cause, cause like there are, there are times in super effective movies where like you feel it in your stomach and like you feel the rage yeah. for the characters. And, like that, that honestly was one of those times, which I was not expecting to feel no. in a movie called bloody birthday from 1981. <laughs> and like, I could feel it in my soul be like, Oh my God, I would love to do anything and swing on this kid. I would do it. I would have, I would have fucking curb stomped him. I would, he would have been in pieces when the, <laughs> when the fucking cops came, <laughs> not even a fucking chance. And if my little brother started punching, I'd be like, get the fuck out of the way, please. Like, like, can you please stop wasting our time punching him in the stomach? Because I'm going to knock all of his teeth out. Right now. <laughs> um, but so they, they do that. They're able to unlock the door. And little Debbie, man, she gets away. She does. She gets away. She escapes. Um, she, she escapes. The brother and sister, they call the police. Um, police show up. And as the police show up, we see Debbie... Debbie's mom come in and Debbie jumps in the car and is like, Curtis and Steven did some really bad stuff. I think they're going to try and blame me. <laughs> um, totally rats on him. And she's like, but I had nothing to do with it. And the mom's like, all right, we got to go dude. And like the mom is good. Like it, it's just great. And she's like, all right, let's fucking go. So not even like, like just trying to protect her last living family member. Yeah. It's believable. It's totally believable. Like you can't lose the last member of your family at this point. Um, and they bounce, they fucking leave. They leave the scene of the crime. The boys, they're arrested and they're a little Oshkosh bagosh fucking, <laughs> fucking overalls. Um, which again, like pissed me off. I wish those kids were killed, but fucking <laughs> whatever. Um, and that's the end of their story. Uh, but we do cut to a motel where Debbie and her mom are planning their escape under pseudonyms. Like, right? Like. Yeah. She calls her Beth. Dude. She, yeah. And she's like, you know, not to say any other name. This is our name now. Like, and we can't have any screw ups. And she's like, don't worry, mommy. From now on, I'll be a good girl. And uh, they leave. And we just get a zoom in of a mechanic that she just murdered for no reason. <laughs> Crushed under his truck. Fucking killed him. Fucking removed the jack and murdered that man. And that is the end of the movie, man. And uh, fucking good. I Like, should be should be fondly thought of just as much as all of those movies from 1981. I agree. I agree. Again, for the horror heads that still listen to us. Uh <laughs> <laughs> I, I, if you haven't seen it, I highly recommend it, dude. Fucking, this goes up there with absurd, uh, with uh, porno holocaust. This is up there with 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 the best of the best. <laughs> Joe D'Amato, um, Joe, happy birthday, <laughs> happy Thanks, fucking man. birthday. Uh, and next week, uh, we'll continue the birthday celebration with uh, Super Mario Brothers. Happy birthday. Happy fucking birthday. Um, I'm really excited about House of the Dead, though. I don't think I've seen it. I have never have. But I've heard awful things. I don't think you're going to be excited. <laughs> once once you're halfway through it. And we've never done a U-Ball as much as we talk about him. Yeah, we've never done one. Never done one. And I know. I don't think I've ever seen that. I don't think I've ever seen one of his movies. I Dude, I absolutely have not. <laughs> 
I'm actually kind of excited now. Could could they be as bad as they... Because, you know, most people that say he's bad haven't sat through the slog that we've sat through. So now I'm really curious That's That's a good point. What if we're like, hey, this guy's not that fucking bad. (laughs) That would be insane, but uh, I'm... I'm, uh... It's gonna be bad. It's gonna be fucking terrible. <laughs> He's such a stupid idiot. It can't be good. <laughs> Alright. Well, I'm excited about that. Guys, um, we mentioned this in the show, but, uh, a new benefit for our Patreon members right now. We, we might open it up to everyone in the future, but undecided right now because it's just so fun the way it is. Uh, right now, if you're a Patreon member, any tier... You can join us over on our Discord channel. Uh, this is a technology I was like unaware of up until recently. Uh, we had a few people begging us to make one. We've made one. It's fucking amazing. It's fun. It is the most fun. I don't care about any social media anymore. Discord is the shit. Um, great community I of fans. Funny you say that. Like I, I've been less active on Instagram since the Discord opened, just because like. It's so convenient. Everything that I would post on Instagram, you just put on there. And, like, oh. everybody's always on at any time, especially and, Dave from England. And, I mean, that's what Instagram's for, right? But, like, for some reason, Instagram, like, makes you feel like you're, like, sharing it with everyone. But, like, we we know the people that are going to respond are the people on our Patreon. <laughs> so, it's like, why not just fucking share it over there? I don't know. Like, it's just, it, it's, like, super fun. We're interacting with all of our fans, all of our Patreon members. You guys basically have a direct line with us. It's insane. It's a little bit crazy, really, if you think about we it. We did. We, we've already done like two what? Like, like when we first started, we would do live tweets, right? And we would watch yep. a movie and tweet. This like is is the same thing. We've already we, we did that with the Joe Bob Briggs um, last drive-in, and we did it with the uh, Jake Paul boxing pay per view last night. And honestly, that was one nuts. of the most fun things I've ever done, dude. That was <laughs> nuts. Like and like. It- <laughs> Like, who would think? And, like, that's the shit that we've, like, kind of wanted to branch out and do, right? But it's, it's like, what platform do you use for that? What- and we, we were able, or you were able to, to actually, st- I don't know if I should say it all out. Yeah, it doesn't, <laughs> fuck's listening. Fucking- You're actually able to stream it on there, right? Yeah. So, like, people that wanted to watch it were watching it with us. It was insane. It was crazy. So, we were all watching along. Um, it was chaos. Everyone had been drinking. I, I've never seen anything like it, but I think it's going to add like a was, ton of depth. <laughs> I was, to us. I was so glad dude, cause it was just me and, and Dave watching it at first. Yes. And then you were like, this sounds terrible. I'm going to put it on. And then <laughs> we were able to, to stream it for everyone. And it was just fucking, it was awesome. It was, it was fucking crazy. And it really like, it, it was nuts. Like people, people were like, I don't watch fights, but this is insane. <laughs> insanity. <laughs> And it's like really Slap. cool. The, the amount of stuff we're going to be able to do with that with like watch alongs and it, it's just going to be really cool and that you can do it kind of impromptly, like impromptu, impromptly, impromptu, tuli. You can do it whenever you yeah. want. You can do it. <laughs> you can do it whenever you like. Like you just hop on Discord. Like the Joe Bob thing you kind of like put together that night. Yeah. Like you were like, hey, let's watch Joe Bob and talk about it. And. and Everyone was down and everyone did it with you. And I was like, fuck, that's sick. And like yeah, the Jake Paul good. thing happened good. naturally too. Like you guys were just happened to be watching it. And, <laughs> and then everyone started watching it. Um, 
So a lot of cool stuff. And I know tonight we were going to do the Chainsaw Awards um, with Shudder. So there's just like a lot of opportunity for us to like like live streams. And I'm super pumped. It, it, it's really it's really sick. Um, and again, great really community. Fun, really, really welcoming. Yes. Um, everybody's great on there. Dude, I've never – I haven't seen a single person get into an argument except for you and me with Devin. Um <laughs> <laughs> That's basically it. Just you and me fighting with one kid. And that's because he's acting so much like Paul. It's insane. It's honestly great. He's changed his... There's there's two people that have Paul's username. (laughs) Including... So there's three people. Three people including Paul. And they they have Paul's uh, face as their avatar. It honestly pisses me off. Uh, And... uh, (laughs) Honestly, it started just with Devin naming himself exactly Paul's avatar name, which is Bujaga, as you know, out there. And then and then I said that that pissed me off. So then two other people changed their name also to Bujaga, which, it, uh, of course, infuriated me. <laughs> so that's fun. But no, it, it is super fun. We've got like emotes and stuff like people. I, I just love the community over there. They're just... Yeah, super cool. Definitely, uh, it's definitely. I know we're saying it because it's our Patreon, but I really believe it. Like, it, it's a great perk. Um, I wish we were doing it all along. Well, you know what was crazy, and I, I told Joe this because, like, yeah, I wish we were doing it all along, also. But I told Joe this when it happened. We opened the Discord for Patreon with a few technical hiccups, <laughs> but we did it, and then we announced it, and immediately we saw Patreon users jump, and I was like, Joe, people like. What is this thing? Because like me and Joe hadn't even hopped into it like fully yet. Yeah. Like we had just kind of opened it up and I announced it. And then like we got a bunch of Patreon members joined specifically just to use this perk. And I was like, what the fuck? Why are people <laughs> paying just for Discord? And now I get it. It's fun as fuck. Like it is a blast. It is a blast. I And Joe, you even said like that is something you would pay for. Like for like. It is. There's like I, I'm super frugal and like there's not much that would like maybe be like, I have to jump on this. But if I knew that I could interact with not only people like other fans, but like the people who create the content, I would hop all over like that, old so. hip hop heads and shit. Like that would be sick. Yeah. That would be sick. So yeah, it, it's a blast. So if you want to do that, patreon.com slash I hate horror. Um, and we are, we're probably going to hop on there after this. So, yeah. um, cause it's just insanity. Uh, Patreon.com slash I hate horror. Uh, we are at Monster Mania Con in May, but I my understanding is tickets have sold out. Nice. So um, hopefully you got a ticket. We'll be out there. Come say hi. If you haven't, keep your eyes open. I imagine they'll probably open something up later on. Um, but I think they're just trying to be safe with the Covingus hanging around and all that. Um, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. We got a live show next weekend. Uh, 424? 424. Um, so join us for that. Um, tickets will be on sale at IHateHorror.com if you're not a Patreon member. Um, Instagram.com slash IHateHorror. Joe, where can they find you? Uh, Instagram, Boognish1985. Perfect, buddy. All right. Uh, so we'll see you guys next week for uh, Super... We'll see you with, with something. I don't want to say which. I don't want to say which at this point. Um, All right, everyone. Thank you so much. I appreciate all the support. And uh, for Joe, this is Sean. Stay weird. Thank you. Adios. (laughs) 
Fucking zombie getting sliced and diced.